So curious about these wake-up calls. I, I think as we move throughout the week, as far as wake-up calls go, we're going to start getting stuff about DeJounte Murray and what they need to do with the Hawks. What's the future for the Hawks? Is there a future with DeJounte Murray in the fold with the Hawks? Can they win with the duo of Trey and DeJounte? And how soon is that going to happen? How long is the leash on the on the trio of DeJounte, Trey, and Quinn Snyder? Because it, it just can look so good at times, and it can look so, so bad at other times. And really, uh, Saturday coming off a complete, uh, complete team win. Saturday night, DeJounte with some clutch shots. Trey actually, uh, you know, I think his defense is an all-time high right now. I think he's playing hard. DeJounte. Oh, he's learned the art of getting a little bit more hands to be disruptive with so his too. hands. As, as much as crazy it is to say with Steph getting 60 on Saturday night, especially coming off the game where Luka had, what, 70-something 73. I was there that night. That was something to see. <laughs> it's so funny that 60 would have been the highest total in the history of State Farm. Mm-hmm. But a week earlier, it was set with 73. And so it, it, it was just, so funny. I had really good seats, too. I went with this uh, friend of mine. She, uh, she has some connections. And uh, just watching, Luke isn't necessarily so explosive or all this quick, but he's very deliberate. He's like Joker, kind of very deliberate, but he's so big-bodied, there's nothing you can do to stop him. Right, right. So this is deliberate way of playing. Well, just don't tell him to hit the treadmill. Yeah, uh, that'll get you. That'll get you uh, yeah. asked to leave. Well, you, you got you, you fat shame Luca. What does he do next time out? Seventy three. Don't fat shame Luca. Burger on you. Uh, yeah, just I, it's going to be interesting to see us as we move towards that third day, uh, Thursday trade deadline of what the game plan is because it seems like it was so easy a week plus ago, and you have the game tonight against the Clippers, and so going uh, for I, I five, man. I and, and if you can get it done against Clippers. Speaking of which, then you're really cooking with something. That, that doesn't just mean five in a row. That means that you are playing some really good basketball. And um, it's I mean, just it's going to be fun to watch it kind of come together throughout this week. And you beat the Lakers, and they turned around and went without their best two players and beat what was one of the top teams in the East in Boston. And now the Lakers have won two in a row. And now they're back to 26 and 25 last well, That season. was the Austin Reeves game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. That, and, and, hey, that's the guy that was mentioned that the Hawks wanted if they gave up on DJ. Yeah. So, I mean, he was making shots from the urinal. <laughs> it, it, it was nuts. Well, I hope he was still accurate at the urinal, too. <laughs> little turnaround hook shot as you still face the mint. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, it, it, like I said, it, we're going to learn a lot about the future of this franchise here in the next couple of days. And if you're going to make a move, I wonder if you get all the way to Thursday. It seems like they've been holding out for what seems like a year now, uh, you know, of of when are they going to make a move, when are they not. And it obviously worked uh, keeping Jalen Johnson in the fold and get rid of John Collins. Jalen's been a good part, but, you know, you're not any better as a team than you were before that, so we'll see what happens. All right, let's go to uh, Ken in Snellville. Ken, what's your uh, wake-up call? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up, buddy? Uh, I wanted to say about the Hawks uh, for a long time. Uh, I haven't called in um, in the morning to another catch you guys, but I wanted to say uh, be careful, Hawks fans, with – the narratives that get painted, like, it's common sense when you think about it. A basketball team is only good as how many good players you have. The, the trade for DeJounte, as much as people hate about it, it was the trade to make. You had to get better players. We got too many inconsistent players. Your basketball team is only going to be as good as how many good players you get. We went out and got a good player like we need to, and most other teams do. Problem is, there's so many inconsistent players, and then you got bigs that can't stretch the floor and clog the paint to open everything up. So you end up with the the problems that we have, um, and so that's why it's, DJ's not the problem. Well, I don't think it. 
I don't think anybody really ever said DJ is the problem. There's the problem been some revisionist about, history about that trade. Well, about bringing him over. You know why? Because you get you, you got you gave up way too much. That's why. That's why it almost got hung up before it ever happened here. But it, it, you gave up way too much for Dejounte. It has nothing to do with Dejounte. It's not that Dejounte's a bad player. Uh, there are times where he and Trey doesn't, don't seem to coexist on the floor like they they are they are supposed to. That because tr- now here you are and you're no better and you don't know if DJ wants out or not. I mean, we know that there was stuff put out there about him being unhappy and then. The hamstring pops, now he's back and he's playing phenomenally. The thing about it, though, is you always come back. Is you were, If you had to trade him, you were never going to get back what you gave up. It was a bad trade from what you gave up alone. That's like Justin Fields could come here and be great, but if you give up the eighth overall pick, which is right. way more than he's worth in trade value, it's going to be looked at as a bad pick yeah, or a bad trade. You. I agree with you. All right, let's go to uh, who we got. We got Drew and Marietta. Good morning, Drew. Good morning, guys. What's up, buddy? Happy Monday. All right, so I've actually got two wake-up calls. One is going to be for DeAndre Hunter. Wake up, man. You're the fourth overall pick. I know you haven't been healthy this year, but wake up. We need 20 every night from you, not just once every blue moon. (laughs) All right. All right, what else? A lot of people agree. Is that it? He said he had two. I guess we got him cut off a little bit early. Garrett said he wasn't hearing it. Uh, he didn't. He didn't want all that. that. I, I think that's the key to this whole thing. When you look at where this franchise might have misstepped, doesn't it seem like they need more from him? Like that's that's uh, absolutely. Doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's, it just, it's that, been monumentally frustrating. Well, I think I think it's frustrating for me because you look at it and say, well, what are you supposed to get? What could you have had? And you look at it, if he played like a number four pick, if he and played you like Jalen Johnson. It'd just be insane. It would be insane. But it just it doesn't hadn't been there. And I don't I don't know what the end game is for that. But he doesn't seem like a guy that's. Going anywhere anytime soon. I think Jalen uh, Johnson is emerging. What we thought, he's been he's been insane. He's been insane. Both both the big guys. uh, Speaking of which, on Saturday you had you had times where you had Double O and Clint Capella on the floor with Jalen. You want to talk about a massive massive group of people on the court at the same time? That's that's good stuff. Let's go to Reggie in Fayetteville. Reggie, what you got? Good morning, everybody, and triple hashtag to Squid Nation. That's right, Reggie. Let's go. Okay. Uh, First of all. talk about what the Hawks actually need. The Hawks actually need a 6'10 hunter. They do not have any support for Capella. They got two great guards. Okay, and the other thing is, what about the GM? His responsibility for getting that team together. Has anybody ever talked about the GM and his progress? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, ad nauseum, Reggie. We appreciate your call. Yeah, that, that really especially last year, too. We are trying to figure out who, who exactly wields the power I in that I was going to say, we had Landry Fields uh, on every, every Tuesday here, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the spring and throughout the summer. And that was always an underlying question. Of course, you're not going to confront him with that. But it's just who, who is wielding the power? Who is doing the roster construction? Especially now that you've had the coaching turnover that you've had. So, Yeah, and – <laughs> I don't want to have to have that. That's the thing. Squid's <laughs> over here rolling his eyes. I'm so, like, eh, this is just not you know good. why? Because because we I said this going into the season. I said, where did we get better? We didn't get better anywhere. Uh, it it does. Jalen, I guess you can say we Jaylen's did. Jalen's been better than John well, Collins. Yes, but he's also him and him and Trey are playing together better. That's why it it, it is a better product on from those that standpoint. But the thing is, is we didn't go out and make any moves in the offseason to make the team better. 
You, Jalen Johnson was already in house. He was just being developed. This like was it Buffkin? I don't think you'll see him this year. I don't either. But 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 I, I was texting with Mike yesterday, and I said this team's future is tied to what guys like that can do because right now there's been no signs of this team being willing to go into go and spend in free agency that puts them deep in that luxury tax. Would it be safe to say that a lot of what happens at the deadline on Thursday might hinge on how the team looks tonight? Is that fair to say? And, and I think that's crazy, but if you win five in a row and you've beat the Clippers and you've won all these games at home, I think it makes you think twice about shipping DeJounte off for a price tag that's not going to net you what you sent. Yeah, but you got to be careful. Though. I mean, does that mean that uh, you've, you've addressed some issues, now you're evolving? Uh, maybe maybe guys are starting to get it under Quinn Snyder. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to oversell, but you can't ignore it either. Let's right. see. How many games are they in? They're, what, they're 23 and 27 right now? Yeah. Uh, so that's, what, 50, is that 50 games? That's 60. No, it's, it's 50. 50. Yeah. And then they had he had 20-something last year. So it took almost a full NBA season for you to – Get his system. I think that's fair. Okay. I think that'd be fair. Right. If they get, listen, with thirty games to play, if they if they start picking up his system, it's not like listen. This is a playoff team right now. As crazy as the NBA playoffs is, they're in the playoffs right now. So hitting their stride at the right time and, and making a run. Well, at they're it, in the play in. <laughs> right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right, we've been three years in a row. A play in, not a playoff. That's what we're, that's what we got to call it. Yeah, because play you got to win two playoff. games to get there. <laughs> I mean, and I think they'd both be. Uh, one would definitely be a road game, so it's just uh, it's just sad. This is such a nondescript, wallowing in sub-mediocrity I'm, listen, franchise. I'm going to put good vibes out about tonight. It's just frustrating. Put good vibes out about tonight. It's frustrating to be here again in this situation because where you were in 21 and you thought you had a young core that could get it done.